So I'm going to talk to you from Luke chapter 17. And I pray that you're here because with God, there's principles in God that when you activate Him, something happens. You often hear me say that word activation, activation, activation. So when you activate something from God's perspective or God's position, something automatically happens. And so Jesus shows us in Luke chapter 17 the key to wholeness and liberty and freedom that we do probably periodically, not all the time. So turn me to Luke chapter 17, verse 11. <clears throat> now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village there, met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus... Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. As they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Interesting. And so Jesus answered and said to him, Where there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there any found who returned to give glory to God except the foreigner? Interesting what Jesus said. So there's only one foreigner among the ten. The rest were Jews. And he said to him, Rise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Actually, in other translations, it says your, your faith has made you whole. So I want to talk to you this morning about the key to wholeness and how you have the responsibility to bring that wholeness into your life. We often are waiting for God to do the miracle, but God is waiting for us to operate the miracle. So someone's saying to me, are we the miracle workers? No, we partner with heaven and something happens when we partner with heaven, something happens in the atmosphere of our life that can change our life and bring wholeness to our life. And so the first thing I want to talk, the first point I want to say is, never forget what God has done for you. Never forget what God has done for your life in the past. Because we are humans, we often forget what God has done in the past. And so therefore, we don't remember what He can do in the present. I want to say to you this morning, never forget what God has done in the past. It's interesting with the nine men, they forgot. Because if they hadn't have forgotten, they would have done what the foreigner had done. And sometimes we forget what God has done in the past. Because often we have a, a, have a, a memory that doesn't bring us back to the past. We forget the glory days, the moments when God stepped in and provided and did something in our life or in our family, in our marriage, in our home, whatever, gave us a promotion, whatever. We forget that God was so faithful then. We have this tendency to forget. The nine men forgot what Jesus did for them. Because if they hadn't have forgotten, they would have done what the Samaritan had done. But for some reason, they forgot. And interesting, Jesus makes a note of that. He says, where is the other nine? Now, if Jesus makes note of that, then we've got to listen. 
The fact is, he makes note to the, the four, and he says, where's the other nine that were healed? And that's, and that's I, I, I want to jump ahead, I don't want to jump ahead. So what I want to say, my first point is this, never forget what God has done in the past. I want to say this, Bill Johnson says this, I love what he says. He says, every miracle that happens in your life is to shape and change the way you see things. Every miracle that God has done in the past is there to change your mindset for your present situation that you need in. But for some reason, the nine men, the miracle didn't change them. Now you think someone with leprosy, you would think when being healed of leprosy, now I've been with people with leprosy in India, you would think having that astonishing miracle that something would happen on the inside of them. Isn't it amazing often that you can get a miracle on the outside but doesn't change the inside? I've seen so many people being healed on the outside but doesn't have, has little effect on the inside and often they forget what he did to them in that present situation. This morning, friend, I don't want us to forget the last 18 months what God has done. How God was faithful, how God provided, how God overshadowed us, how God blessed us, how God did all that we needed over the last 20 months. Often we move from that time and then we move into the next present time and we forget all that happened. And all the good things that happened in the last 18 months, there have been great things that happened. There has been wonderful things that happened. God has not stopped working because of COVID-19. God has actually was working even greater in the last 18 months. Hallelujah. But often we forget because we're in the present moment. Friends, I want us not to forget what God has done over the last 18 months in order for us to enjoy the present moment in order to look to the future. Amen. And this morning, my message is this. It's learning to live a lifestyle of thankfulness. Learning to live a lifestyle of thankfulness. We think thankfulness is a word that we say. But in this, in this whole, ver these verses, Jesus teaches us from this foreigner how his, and my second point is, his response was much different to the other nine. His miracle affected him on the inside, not just on the outside. Isn't it interesting, the other nine were Jews. There was one Samaritan among the nine to ten. Yet a foreigner is more affected by what happens to his physical body, and he has an internal response. You see, thankfulness is not something we say, it's who we are. Oh, hallelujah. His physical response will change everything for him. Remember what I said to you at the beginning, partner with heaven often takes a physical response from air position in order for heaven to operate a healing or a miracle into your situation. Yes, the Bible says faith without works is dead. So there has to be a moment where you not just have faith, but you operate in faith. You activate faith. So what happened to this man was he gets healed as he walks with him, but he turns, he responds to what's just happened to him. Internally, there's a reaction to what's physically happened to him, and he runs to Jesus. Now, he's a foreigner. He's a Gentile. Now, let me show you something. From a Jewish, con from a Jewish context, that foreigner shouldn't have come into the presence of a rabbi or a Jew. 
So much so was the miracle that the physical response was he broke culture. Hallelujah. He broke culture. He broke tradition. He broke limitation. He broke restrictions. Because within him, there was a response of thankfulness. A physical reaction. Not something that he said, but who he was. You see, a lifestyle of thankfulness often opens the door for miracles. But we as humans, we often only thank God when we receive something. That's all I want to teach this morning. It's not just about what you receive, it's what He's done in the past should actually affect your life internally that you live a lifestyle of thankfulness. Not because what you get, it's actually who you are. The Bible is filled, covered with thankfulness. Let us enter his gates with thankfulness. It goes on and on and on. The whole area of thankfulness. There's a, there is a key in thankfulness that operates miracles. Because you have to remember, when he gets healed, he's not made whole. All the others were cleansed, but they weren't whole. You see, you can have a physical miracle, but you can still be in torment on the inside. But his response to the physical miracle would bring about wholeness to his life. Friend, I want to tell you this morning, that man represents someone that was living a lifestyle of thankfulness because of what he received. Internally, something happens that didn't happen to the nine. Isn't it interesting that out of ten men, only one man responds because something happens on the inside, internally, that brings a response physically that eventually brings wholeness. Oh, hallelujah. You see, God wants us not just to receive the miracle, but he wants us to feel the miracle that it has an internal effect on the inside of us that brings us from a place of just getting a miracle but also being made whole. There's so many Christians who are not whole. And God's intention is to bring wholeness to you. Because when you're whole, you're liberated. You're free. Now, Jesus gives us a, a promise in the New Testament. He said, Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. But why are we all still walking around not free? Why are we not walking in liberty and freedom and happiness and joy? Because the lifestyle that we live doesn't marry up with what the Bible says. It's great coming on Sunday morning going hallelujah. Makes me laugh this morning. I'll give you a laugh, right? Makes me laugh. When are we opening? When are we opening? When are we opening? We're opening this day. No one turns up. Well, lots turned up, but not everyone turned up. See, it takes a physical response to change everything. Out of all those men, he had the physical reaction. And I was, well, I was taught years and years ago as a Christian, I was taught this years ago, 
always make sure you live. This is what they said to me. You live a life of thankfulness to God. And I remember asking Peter, saying, what does that mean? And Peter said, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, you walk and you live and you breathe a lifestyle of thankfulness. It's not what I get. It's who I am. It's how I live. Anywhere I go for a restaurant, a coffee, I always try and give the, the, the person that serves you a big tip. Because I want her to remember, or him to remember. And last week, on Friday, I went to a restaurant with my younger brother, and the, the girl, she's Indian, she's from Kerala, and she says, hello, Father, she's a Catholic, you know. My younger brother's looking at me saying, what's going on here? Father, what's, what's, uh, do you know her? I said, not really, I don't know her. He said, why is she calling you Father? I said, let's not go there. And then she comes back home, she's giving me coffee, and she says, are you okay, Father? I said, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. My brother's looking at my younger brother. He's not saying, he's looking, what's, what's going on here? And as we're leaving, because the week, two weeks, three weeks before that, I was with a pastor and we gave her a big tip. Both of us gave her a big tip just to bless her. Thank her for what she, I mean, she was just doing what they all do, just give you coffee and cake or whatever. But we wanted to leave an impression in her mind that as Christians, we don't just say things, we live things. And so my brother, uh, he hands out the euro, I hand out the five or six euro to the woman. He's looking, saying, no wonder she calls your father, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he's saying, well, if you give me, I'll call your father, you know what I mean? <laughs> you see, this man had such a response to Jesus. Jesus says to him, oh, I love what Jesus said. He says to him, the leprosy's gone, but we're going to make you whole. Then he says, your faith has made you whole. They all got cleansed, but you got whole. Big difference. They all went home cleansed. He went home whole. Now here's the thing. There's a big difference between being cleansed and being whole. Let me just show you some. Physical healing is great. And I've seen loads of them. But the best healing I've seen is when someone's made whole. Because when they're made whole, potential begins to seep out of their body. Their mindset is changed. Their lifestyle changes. Their reaction changes. Their response changes. Everything changes. And then their potential can be anything and anywhere. They can go from here to the end of the earth and reach their full potential. Why? Because Jesus made them whole. Well, I would gather, and this is just my talk, Patrick, on this. I reckon if the tenant came back two years later, they'd all say to your man, what happened to you? Because you're different. You're not just cleansed. Something has happened internally to you that we didn't receive. And he could probably say in the comments, well, you didn't, you had the audacity not to go back and thank him for what you had. See, we should never forget what we had in order to get what we can in the presence. And for some reason, God loves that we don't just say thankful, but we live a thankful lifestyle. That in every situation, we thank God. Whether it's good, bad, and different, we praise God. We worship God. Why? Because thankfulness opens the door for worship, which entails opens the heart of God. 
Friend, when you begin to live a lifestyle of tangerines, you begin to live a lifestyle of worship, which opens the atmosphere for anything and everything. Problem is, we get stuck. We're like the nine lepers. We get something from God, but it doesn't change us internally. It doesn't affect us on the inside, and therefore we are not changed on the inside. There's no point in giving up cigarettes or smoke or a sexual addiction when internally you're craving it. Jesus didn't come to redeem you from the outside. He came to redeem you from the inside that you can reach your full potential and you can dream that big dream and see it become your reality. That's what God intends for mankind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was saying to my nephew, when I got saved, I had one thing in mind. Jesus, make me whole. Jesus, set me free. Jesus, liberate me. I wasn't interested in ministry. I wasn't interested in any of that stuff. All I wanted to do and feel was wholeness on the inside. And I remember years ago, I was telling Shannon this I went to see you black in Scotland. Me, I think Paul was there. And I went in, I sat with him, and he prayed to me. And something happened in the room that I could feel a sense of wholeness taking place on the inside. And you know what wholeness does, right? Let me show you something. Wholeness brings hope. Wholeness brings freedom. Wholeness brings happiness. Wholeness brings joy. Wholeness brings liberation. Wholeness brings generosity. And I want to tell you this morning, it can be some area in your life that's holding you back. It doesn't have to be an addiction. It becomes some door that you've closed off and put a little lock on it and said, Jesus, you ain't coming in here. But here's the sad reality is Jesus won't go in there if you don't let him in there. And therefore, you're walking not in your full potential, but maybe three quarters of your potential. And the enemy's laughing, looking at you, saying, God has so much more for you, but you won't open that door. You won't unlock that little problem that has, that has attacked you since you were saved. And therefore, we are limited. We are restricted. We don't need a virus. We have big viruses on the inside of us that constantly restrict us and limit us and, and stop us. The amazing thing with that man was all those nine men were healed, but they were restricted. They were limited because they weren't whole. That man responded from the inside with a thankful heart. You know what happens to a thankful heart? It opens wide. Something happens on the inside that it opens the whole shebang and God can make you whole. Hallelujah. I want to say this this morning. I'm going to close now. Only God can make you whole. Giving up this, giving up that, giving up all that stuff. It'll make you whole. It'll make you whole, so. Let me tell you this. I'll tell you my story, right? Just quickly. I'm coming back on a train from Bible college. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do all I used to do. I'm sitting on the train. And I'm thinking, I'm still not well. I remember saying that to the Lord. Lord, I'm still not well. I'm still not whole. I began to thank God for my salvation. I began to thank God for my liberation, even though I wasn't liberated. I began to worship in the Bible college on my knees and thank him for all that he'd done. And something happened that day because my heart was open. My heart was open. I love the new song by um, 
Brandon Lake, Sean's favorite singer. He's a Brandon Lake, he says this. Love that one of his new lines, one of his songs is, God wants to fill my heart again. God wants to fill my heart again. Friend, God is after your heart. He doesn't care what you do on the outside. He wants to know you're on the inside. Because real faith happens on the inside. Not in here, in here. Real faith. That man responded with real faith that day. And bang, Jesus said, you're whole now. Because you opened up for me. Put in something. Let me just say this, friends, I go. Whatever it is that's holding you back, let it go. And thank you for the victory. Let me close with this. A physical response, physical response was required before the wholeness took place. He runs back to Jesus. He bows down. Thank you, Jesus. It takes a physical response towards Jesus that brings wholeness. We all want a miracle. We're all praying for the miracles. But often we don't see them. Because we don't physically do something towards them. So let me give you an example as I close. If I made an altar call this morning, you weren't saved. If you don't walk up here physically and give your life to Christ, you cannot get saved. When I got saved in Spain, doing what I was doing, I came back to my brother's house, and he said, get on your knees and give your heart to Jesus. I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, I literally didn't know what I was doing. I'd never been to church. I'm on my knees giving my heart to Jesus. Didn't even know what I was saying. But the next day, I knew I was born again. The next day, I knew something had happened that night that I didn't understand, but I physically did something and then I received something, friend. There is a transaction between heaven and earth when there's a response to heaven. Friend, we're living in days when God wants us to respond to heaven physically. Do something on the inside that brings a change on the outside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's desire, God's desire is to make you whole, friend. Is to set you free is to bring liberation to your mind, to bring liberation to your heart, to bring liberation to your body, that you walk in the wholeness of God, that you can be a full testimony to all those that don't know Christ. They'll see the wholeness. They'll be attracted to it. They'll want it. They'll long for it. They'll ask about it because they'll see it. I remember years ago, I closed this. I was walking through the city and an old friend of mine, Stop me. He said, what happened to you? I said, well, <laughs> have I got hair? <laughs> he said, no, what's happened to you? He said, something different about your eyes. He said, there's a clarity, there's a peace, there's a, there's a transparency. And I said to him, Jesus has made me whole. Hallelujah. 
They all got cleansed. He went home whole. Hallelujah. Let us give thanks to the Lord, not by what we say, but how we live. By how we live. A thankful lifestyle is a generous lifestyle. Not just in word, but in action. And if there's ever a time that God wants the church not just to be saying things, but doing things, it's now. Amen. Let's stand as we close the meeting. Thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for the last 18 months, shall we? So we're going to end with breaking bread. Why? Because we're going to thank Jesus for what he's done. Amen.